Hi, I'm David. And, and I'm Tom. This is the Rolling Product Review, where David and I are going to take a look every week at apps that we think are interesting on the App Store. Uh, this week we're starting with Be Real. And each week we're going to go through a fairly defined list of questions and try and understand things like what's the value that it offers, how do people use it, how do we think it's going to grow, how's it going to make money, and what could happen next. All right, so we're going to look at Be Real. Um, it's a social media company. Um, it launched early 2020, um, about 200,000 downloads per month, starting around April, May 2021, and then got up to a million downloads in March 2022 with growth from there, with a nice peak in downloads September 2022 on both platforms. So a little under 100 million downloads since launch. This is Sensor Tower data. Interesting to compare it to TikTok or Instagram, those flows look very different. What do you think, Tom? Yeah, I thought that was actually really interesting to compare those, uh, the download stats side by side. I've never seen that before. It was so clear to see how Be Real has this like mighty peak or what seemed like a massive peak before we layered in the other data sets. And then you go back in time and look at WhatsApp has this huge peak initially which then kind of drops off and but then continues to grow over time. Snapchat with the same, had a little peak and then grows, 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 grows. Whereas Be Real um, has this like massive moment in the sun in kind of like Q3 last year and then just like drops off, like mm. completely fails to capitalize on it, which, which um, was really interesting. And also then when you added in Clubhouse, which I think we'll talk about in a bit, that had a similar kind of much more similar profile to be real where it has this like massive like moment of popularity and interest and then completely fades away and uh, yeah. kind of yeah look where clubhouse is now yeah it's fun to see with the clubhouse because it has two peaks right one for each platform and they weren't at the same time whereas the peaking happened at approximately the same time uh, even mm. though it's mostly ios with um, exactly the same same things seem to happen with both right like it's not like hmm. <laughs> iOS was like, yay, oops. And then the same thing happened with Android, right? Yeah. I didn't seem to learn anything from the first to the second. Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, there's been, like I said, a little under 100 million downloads since launch. Over 70% of downloads have been on iOS. So it's mostly an iOS uh, app, um, which is different from something like Telegram or uh, TikTok or WhatsApp, which is you know way heavier, you know, five to one Android. For me, the interesting part here is if you look at TikTok or you look at Snapchat, which I think is a better comparison because WhatsApp is really, it replaced a functional thing that almost didn't exist. And then it got bought by Meta and never had to worry about monetization or, you know, having to drive its own business. Whereas Snapchat and TikTok are uh, business oriented. And you see that they're able to continue to invest in growth. They've got revenues tied to it. So they keep bringing people back in. We know that TikTok did a bunch of UA, paid UA also. So there's been a because there's an engagement model that's connected to a business model, there's an ability to keep investing in growth. This is something that I think uh, is sorely missing in uh, in Be Real. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you see, like TikTok is just insane. I think in in like obviously, you know, you only have to use the products like once or twice to see how good the content is. But they also have built a bunch of tools to help people share that content. And once you have shared it, if you're on Twitter or WhatsApp or whatever, and you see something from TikTok, there is a big watermark mm. on that, which says this is from TikTok. And if you tap that video, then you get taken straight into the app. So that's a really nice, efficient growth engine, which 
doesn't exist so much in uh, Be Real. I mean, TikTok, a perfect storm. You've got like really great creative tools. You've got a smart thinking around how to make sure that that content can exist everywhere and sort of keep reminding you that TikTok exists. Plus like strong financial backing and the ability to continue to work to acquire users. So you've got this continued growth on the user side and continued revenue growth and continued creative tools growth. So, I mean, it's really the perfect storm. It's almost mm. comparable to anything we've seen since Facebook kicked off. Mm. Um, but let's talk a little bit about the unique value that uh, Be Real offers. Because, I mean, it is something that's very unique. And we might talk about it as a downside now, but it really sticks out that it's an app where you took a picture with the front-facing camera and the back-facing camera, which was a completely new creative thing. And they made sure that the focus was really not around you trying to make yourself look like something, but taking a picture in a moment, which felt very fresh and people were really excited about it. Yeah. I remember when uh, when it first came out, or, or not when it first came out, when it, when it first had this kind of like a moment of massive popularity, that was the thing. That was the reason to try it. But I feel like it's almost become a kind of, it's, all, it's almost become like an inhibiting factor on the app's ability to grow or... That they're kind of a philosophical decision by the company that in order to be real, something has to happen at a specific time in the day or else it's not real. And so I think when it does work out, or actually I'm not even sure about that, like from my use of the app, I can't think of that many occasions where everybody has posted at the right time and there's been some kind of extra value created of that of like oh we're all having lunch at the same time and so i kind of i'm not as convinced that that in the moment thing is as valuable as being real and that the two are intrinsically connected the guy who made be real this is not the first time for him making a social app he's been trying these things before he worked at gopro earlier and um, also built a voice messaging app, which is something that's very popular with teenagers and inside of Snapchat as well. So he'd been working on social apps before and um, maybe they didn't grow somewhere, but he's definitely been experimenting in this area. So it's not a surprise that he found something that uh, was exciting and fresh. He was obviously prepared to pivot between previous company and new company, but in new company, that pivot doesn't seem to have happened as much. I know if you look at the example of TikTok, when it first came out, it was all about music, wasn't it? And dancing. And and now it's just like an absolute kind of complete spectrum of different types of content. And music and dancing is, is a kind of like segment of that. And so it's interesting that that doesn't seem to be happening at Be Real, as far as I can see. Like they don't seem to be evolving the offer to kind of harness that growth. I mean, this is, uh, I think, one of the big questions that we have. So you have these limiting uh, design blockers. I'm going to uh, be asked to post at a certain time. And the even if I post early, which I've done sometimes, the content is even locked for me later on when I want to go in and see somebody else. So posting early doesn't actually get you access to other people. It's not very intuitive. It's somewhat confusing. And if I post first, I don't see anybody's stuff. You often don't see past things, so things just kind of disappear. I think they included a calendar recently. But you can't spend a lot of time in the app. You just go in, you post something, browse, and then you leave. You don't spend a lot of time commenting. There isn't much of a social interaction, actually, inside of the app. Big question for the company is, does this limiting mechanics, these limiting mechanics, 
Are they increasing engagement? Does it actually serve the purpose of the company or not? Or do they need to figure out how to open up? I'd say on the one side, you have you're limiting, you're limiting mechanics. And on the other side, you have, do the, um, are these creative tools going to continue and improve? Are we going to invest in creating great creative tools? Are you going to take, what's the next step beyond the dual camera pictures? Mm. What else can they add? So if this is the end of the creative road for Be Real, and if it's the end of the interaction road, it's probably just going to keep getting smaller and, and go mm. away. So the thing is, is that like the in the moment thing that gave that spike, right? Whatever that is, kind of nine months ago, that's highly unlikely to come back again, right? Like people aren't going to get excited about the same trip twice. And so it does feel like there needs to be something else which is able to start to grow again, that user base and the installs that they do have to get retention up and to get people to stick around. So one of the things which they've put in recently is the real people, where they've got like not your connections, but kind of notable people that post on there. Like I saw Jack Grealish on there a couple of weeks ago, which was like, I was genuinely impressed by the fact that he was on there. It's like super well-known in the UK at least, or if if you're a football fan, he's like one of the kind of, I don't know, top 50 maybe players. And so to have like access to this kind of behind the scenes type moment in there was pretty amazing and impressive to me. But then I couldn't, I could emote on it, but I couldn't comment on it and I couldn't follow him. And it wasn't back the next day. And so it was like, it's kind of like flash of something interesting where I was genuinely like, oh, this would be nice. Like I'd like to have Jack Grealish in my kind of list, my feed every day. Um, but I wasn't able to. Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity, indeed. Should we talk a little bit about how it could grow? The um, There was a you know, big viral moment, September started taking off. It won app of the year on app store in 2022. Um, it was in an SNL skit, right? So, I mean, it's a peak of culture, I guess, if you're in an SNL skit since then it's kind of tailored off. And like we said, there isn't a very strong engagement model. There isn't a really strong business case for it or like a business model for it. So the question is, how are they going to be able to drive growth from here? We spent a little time talking about nugs before one of my uh, one of my favorite apps, a music app where you can subscribe and you get to follow some musicians often live and listen to a bunch of live recordings. And uh, they even offer the ability to sell more stuff, so higher grade audio or real merch and things like that. So it becomes a sort of platform for you subscribe, company itself makes some money, and it's a chance for the musicians to make some more money when they're not that making that much from streaming. So one of the options maybe is how could like you were saying with the real people mechanism, but how could it become a platform for people to interact with businesses or celebrities or bands or entertainers somehow in a more real setting? Um, but it, that's a challenge. It's a very difficult pivot, but maybe there's an opportunity there. Yeah. And and also thinking about it, like there are multiple other platforms where this is already happening. And so what would the, what would the kind of the like edge be that Be Real has for that person? I think they would need to have, like you say, maybe maybe it's the Nugs thing where there's a kind of marketplace attached to it. It does feel like I don't know. To me, it feels like there could be something there. Like you were saying, that the one of the premises of the app, if you read the text in the App Store about what it's all about, is is to is to be creative. 
and to and and to be real in inverted commas. And so I think that could be really cool, right? Like to have kind of extra content behind the scenes content in this format from people that you would genu- genuinely pay more money to be to able to interact with. But there would have to be, yeah, there would have to be some type of edge, some type of value add that isn't available elsewhere. I'm not sure what that would be. If we just look at like current, the current status of it, it's going to be hard to become an ad platform the way Facebook or the way Snap or the way TikTok is, because it's not really working to keep people engagement. That's both the company's philosophy and the way that people actually use the app. So that's mm-hmm. kind of out. Just having a paid tier is like a stretch. I'm not sure how that would really work. So if they don't try to find some way to make the creative tools better and to make the engagement different, then um, they're going to have to figure out a different way to monetize it. Do you think they could be... So with the real people thing, right? So you have to apply to that. You can't just be listed on that. You have to kind of fill out a form and, and be interesting. Do you think there could potentially be a bit like the Twitter blue tick thing? Some people that were motivated enough to have a profile and build a profile on Be Real that they would pay for maybe extra visibility or different creative tools or something like that, like something to help them stand out? Yeah. I mean, it's just a problem with that as a monetization base. I mean, that's a hard enough product to build, but it also yeah. doesn't scale very well and it's kind of limited and it's it's got a lot of admin involved in it. And it's not the same thing as just, you know, getting a, an ads system set up where you're increasing engagement, you're increasing time spent on app and you're getting more and more views. It's a, it's a much harder business to build. Yeah, 100%. So it kind of feels like they are a little bit, They've got this tension, right, where the philosophy of the company is we don't want people to use the app too much. We don't want you to be for to be another kind of platform that might affect people's mental health. But that actually, by doing that, they're limiting their own value. They're limiting their own growth because they've just created this thing, which is kind of a bit of a desert, to be honest, I find it. Mm. That is the tension, right? The tension is the mission is laudable. It's a beautiful mission and a lot of people are supporting it. I mean, a lot of people would agree with it, but how are you going to make that into something that actually has compelling content in it that I want to spend time in tied to a business model that makes sense for sustained mm-hmm. uh, growth mm-hmm. for the company? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would start with the speed of experimentation. Why is there not more new creative tools coming in on a regular basis to make that moment that I share be real more exciting. Why Mm. aren't these relationships actually tightened? I mean, wonderful example of it in Snap. I mean, wonderful, wonderful. But Snap does this, like, how long have you and I been snapping with each other? Which you can consider, like, kind of like a nasty design, but it's also real friendship design. Like, for 200 days in a row, you and I have always written a little message to each other. And it's kind of a nice way to let each other know that you're thinking about them. So there isn't anything like that in Be Real where we can reach out and stay in touch. I think there's a whole bunch of work they can do on the creative tools. Mm. I'd love to see them releasing a new creative angle once a week. Mm. Be a little more dramatic there. Try things. See what really catches people's attention. Maybe you don't need to break your philosophy in order to create something that is making compelling, interesting content that keeps people coming back and maybe even connecting with people that they care about on a deeper and more real level. Mm, that is really interesting. So one of the things we've spoken about is the creativity, right? So you can connect with people or 
you can connect with people through either kind of personality or humor or charisma of your shared experience, right? Or I wonder whether there is other ways with which you can connect with people, like other things that you can share that aren't necessarily just a photo, right? Like, could it be, you can now add music to the post, which seems like a bit of a pain, to be honest, but like you could share some music or you could share a thought or you could share, I don't know, like put in a simple game, like drafts or something, a move a day in chess. So I guess the big question is, what are their options? I think number one for me, when I look at all this is you need to experiment more. As you pointed out, you have the, the real people part, which is interesting. You even was like, hey, you can take two extra B reels or something like that. That's the only thing that we've seen uh, in the app in months. I really feel like they should be experimenting much more inside their creative core. The tools to make some creative content, to bring something into the experience need to be refreshed. There needs to be something new in there. I think uh, they, they must pick up the speed there. I don't know why they're not releasing a new thing every week to try to make it different to take B reels. Yeah, I totally agree. And I, I think from a from a company point of view, you're going to learn a lot faster that way. But from a user point of view, it helps the product feel fresh. Like for me, it doesn't feel like it feels like it's been the same for a long time. Yeah, that's a really good point. The culture of both the company and the user base would feel very different if there was new things coming out on a regular basis. 100%. Um, there are already the design blockers also. And even if they've released up a little bit, I think there's big questions about, are the design blockers useful? I would definitely test unlocking some of those things, opening it up, trying to mm -hmm. see how people can change their engagement if they're not blocked or if they're nudged in different ways. And is there a way where you can open up different channels of content? How can they leverage the real people thing more and find a way to kind of bring that in to the main feed, like give the people what they want effectively. Really liked your point also about TikTok. You're just watching videos on Instagram reels that are TikTok videos and there's a TikTok logo in it. So it was made inside of TikTok and exported mm. and put into Instagram. If Be Real would invest more in their creative tools, you could also let people export it and put those things onto their other uh, social media accounts, maybe giving yourself some more a uh, chance for some more viral growth again. At core, I think the main question is if the creative tools don't get better and if the blocking mechanisms stay in place so the engagement is still short and there's not a lot to do inside of the app, I'm not sure how they're going to build a business out of it. And uh, I think yeah. this is just going to be something that's pretty short-lived. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I, th I think for me, it's about a kind of reflection on if the company is philosophically wedded to the idea of allowing people to be real and to es to not fall into the kind of social media trope of, of being kind of like negative to use mental health. Like, what does that actually mean? What format can that take? And how can they build a way which is simultaneously real from a user point of view, but also engaging and fun and people want to kind of get involved with consistently because I think the two things are not necessarily polar opposites but at the moment they are in the current setup they are and it, it it's like it's fundamentally kind of holding back the mission mm. 
I mean, it's a maybe the whole company is teetering on a really, really good question. And if social media isn't healthy for us, is the only way, is it blocking and forcing you to only be able to post at a certain time and not see things and, and limiting things? Or is there actually maybe a difference in the creative tools? So instead of forcing people to be real because of my blocking mechanisms, could I allow them to be real in new ways and in a creative way that doesn't have the harmful effects of social media, but is still a creative and fun environment to be in? Yeah, 100%. Don't know. It does. This is the end of the rolling product reviews covering Be Real, first ever episode with Tom. Thank you, Tom, for your insights. Thanks, David. Bringing it together. It's been a lot of fun. Super interesting to to kind of play with Be Real and think about it, look at the data. Uh, You can find both of us on LinkedIn if you'd like to dissent or disagree or get an argument about any of it or point out any anything that you thought that was interesting in our conversation, feel free to reach out. All right. Thank you very much. See you later. Bye.